0: show, show. Welcome to the Auto Show on 97.3 CTFM. Mm-hmm. Motoring education for trouble-free motoring. The time check is eight past four. The Auto Show is brought to you by Total. Keeping your engine younger for longer. I'm Eddie Poku your host and if you want to send me a tweet you can do that at uh, Edipoku. When we return we we'll take your questions and give solutions to your scratching car and bike issues. Today, it's the Open Garage, the June edition. Please send in your questions and we'll give you answers. Hey, Charlie, check this. Get <laughs> The sound of this engine. Music to my ears. I, I love you. <laughs> but you check your engine oil. And ah, I always they tell you at the check. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With its age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger. <laughs> For longer! Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz oh, has introduced a new one, self. I remember, Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20, right? Thank you! It's made mainly for the latest generation engines, oh. Quartz Future Zero W20, it ensure excellent engine protection and cleanliness, whilst reducing your fuel consumption, so it save money. Yeah. The Quartz Nation Movement, oh, Mr. Money, Rogozo, and Bobo Nyele all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You dead there! What? Straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total quads. Keep your engine younger for longer. Fun, fun, fun Welcome back. All right. It's good to be here with you. Um, if you want to be part of the show, please don't forget to send your questions to 0549986996. Or you can call us on zero two zero two zero six three. 63 Five nine eight zero two zero six five five seven nine seven eight zero three zero two 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 three zero zero seven five all right let's just jump in um, we have our first question you say okay before we go on to the questions I just want to based on the question that came in last week about stability control I just want to talk about that briefly all right so the stability control of a car someone sent a question in last week. OK, that is designated by um, a car with some um, squarely lines, two squarely lines. Yes, um, that's a sign for the stability control. You have the stability control light in your instrument cluster. And for some cars, you can switch it off. So you have a button that can switch it off. Usually it's it's a procedure you have to carry out because... Um, It is not really a good idea to put off the stability control. So what is the stability control? It is a safety feature built into cars. It is actually an advancement of your ABS. The ABS means Anti-Lock Brake System. The Anti-Lock Brake System prevents the wheels of your car from skidding when you brake. Now it is scientifically proven that if the wheels of the car don't skid, you can stop the car in a shorter distance so that is advancement in the brake system the next level of the anti-lock brake system is what is referred to as the stability control different manufacturers call it with different names now the job of the stability control is to prevent the car going out of control when you make sudden changes um, when you are driving at speed sometimes you are driving at speed maybe somebody will cross you and you have to turn maybe it has there's been rain and the, the, the road is a bit slippery without the stability control the car is going to go out of control and you might end up in a gutter or end up hitting somebody else that you didn't intend to hit so the job of the stability control is to prevent the car from skidding on a slippery road or even proper road sometimes because of how violent you turn the car, the car can sketch. So that is the job of the stability control. How does it work? The stability control uses sensors. Already the car has certain sensors that enable the ABS to work. Now it uses those sensors together with a computer that works the car to decide how it is going to manage the car that is going out of control. There are two ways the car does this or let's say three ways one is to cut power to the engine so the engine will stop accelerating sometimes you make a very hard maneuver with your um, your foot firmly on the accelerator at speed and in order to prevent you realize that the engine is not speeding although you are pressing it hard okay so that is what the stability control is doing It's preventing the car from accelerating in order to stabilize the car so cut engine power two it uses a brake force to the corresponding wheel in proper stability control system the car is able to apply different and varied levels of brake force to all the different brakes usually for a four-wheel car you have four brakes one on each wheel so it can break them independently in order to direct the car in the proper direction to go so that you don't go crashing or going off the road Um, The third is to use a combination of both. Sometimes the car will cut power and at the same time, it will break certain wheels in order to control the car and bring it under the control of the driver. So basically, that is the stability control. Now, because the stability control works with the brakes and engine, sometimes if there is a fault with one of the systems, it can affect all. So if you have a brake issue, you will see that the stability control light will also light up um, if you have an issue with the ecu that controls it is going to affect them all if you have an issue with the sensors you're going to your, your your stability control is going to f- fail you're going to have an error light on your dashboard etc when the car is kidding or unstable, the stability control light will flash sometimes you realize that when your, your car goes into a ditch you, and you try to accelerate the car out, you realize that stability control light is flashing because the car can sense that the speed of the tires that are not getting friction or traction is different from the ones that are stationary, so it will flash the stability control light. Basically, that is how the stability control system works. Now that you understand it, I know you can take better care of your car and enjoy its use. We jump to our first question. Um, the first question is from Akoto. Akoto is sent in this uh, message from Nungwa. He says, "I have a BMW 116. A few weeks now, when I'm accelerating from standstill, there is a vibration at the back, accompanied by a rumbling noise. It started small." now it's intensifying please advise okay so um akoto your bmw 116 is a rear wheel drive car that means that there is a prop shaft that connects the engine to the differential that drives the, the 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 rear wheels at the back of the car now between the prop shaft and the differential there is a device a rubber device called the shaft coupling the shaft coupling. Now, um, when the shaft coupling um, becomes weak from continuous use and age, um, it starts deteriorating and it starts making noise. You need um, a qualified BMW mechanic to change it for you. Akoto, that is your solution. Okay. Um, next question, it says, um, this is Isaac from Nima. It says, the carpet in the passenger side of my car is always wet. I thought that there was rust under the car, which is allowing water to come inside. When I pass in water, but I turned out to be, it turned out not to be so when I checked. I'm puzzled. Please help. Okay. So, um, if I get you right, it means that the passenger side, the carpet at the passenger side is always wet. So, um, you want to find out what the issue is. You checked it with your mechanic and there was... No hole under your car from rust, which means that the water is coming from somewhere inside. Okay, so um Isaac, I think that your issue is likely to be one of the following. Probably, you you there is a leakage in your car's cooling system. Okay, now the car's cooling system, the one that cools the engine, also um, provides a way for the car to get heated. So, there is a link between the car cooling engine and the carbon. And if there, there, there is a, a leakage in any of the tubing, it can allow leakage. You can also have when there, 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 there are vents usually below or around where the windscreen wipers are. And if there is rust or there is a leak over there, rainwater can gather and seep into the carbon that can also um, cause um, that water you are finding there. You can also have a blocked AC drain, a blocked AC drain tube also allowing water to come into your cabin. I'm sure one of these will surely be a solution to your issue. Isaac, bye. All right. Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to you, its cherished customers. Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quartz Nine Thousand Future GF Five Zero W Twenty, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil, specially formulated with age-resistant technology for the latest generation engines that require Zero W Twenty or a viscosity grade in its class. Quartz Nine Thousand Future GF Five Zero W Twenty. Reduces fuel consumption, increases oil change interval, and ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness. Protects emission control systems and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future 0W20 delivers beyond performance. Total Quartz Engine Oil. Keep your engine younger for longer. All right. Um, there's a question say, from... Michael from Pokwase, he says um, good afternoon auto show. I drive a Kia Morning 2012 model. I've realized that my car consumes a lot of fuel when I'm on a rough road driving slowly than it does when I'm on a good road and driving at 80 kilometers per hour. Kindly assist. Wow. Uh, Michael, I don't know what yardstick you are using to measure your fuel consumption, but I believe that as a rule, um, when petrol cars especially drive slower, they consume more um, fuel than when they are driving at a certain optimized speed. So um, it can also be that um, your air cleaner is clogged if your air cleaner is clogged um you feel the, the the a rise in your fuel consumption when your car is um, driving at um at a lower speed um when you are driving at a uh, at a higher speed it is able to um, the air is able to find other passages to get into the system which makes the car run more efficiently but if it is blocked and little um air is getting into the system the car will compensate by pumping more fuel to make it run properly. So, um, please check that and I'm sure your, your, your issue will be solved. Um, says Harry from Hachu. hello auto show. My mother three is ex- lately experiencing overheating. I went to my mechanic and he said the thermostat was not powering the fan. So he will connect it directly for the fan to work even after that it still overheats this is what he finally said this is what he finally said was spoiled please help okay so you sent a, a picture of a device um a bosch device um can you change the picture let me see the other one okay it looks like a, a module a, control, a a control module of a sort um i can't tell which particular one it is uh okay all right let's see let's go back to the message um all right so um now uh, uh, it is not a good idea okay um to connect your fan directly okay that means that you are you are um bypassing the thermostat it is not a good idea there are so many different things that can cause your car to overheat if the car is not properly fueled that means the air and fuel mixture getting into the fuel is not of the correct ratios your car can overheat um if the tubes are old and worn out the car can overheat if air gets trapped in your cooling system the car will overheat there are so many things um for the mechanic to even suggest that you plug it directly because when you plug it directly it is going to cause some other components to overwork and eventually they will fail um so I I think it is time you 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 change your mechanic and get another mechanic to have a second look at what your issues are okay Harry all the best what is the okay says what is the overhauling gasket and cover plate what do they do and averagely how much do each cost for a toyota corolla 1999 model okay talking about gaskets now the car engine comes in s- several pieces the main pieces you have the engine block then you have what we call the head now all the places where components are attached to in order to make room for expansion and contraction there are materials that are, that are placed on the surfaces that they meet. That is what gaskets are. Um, gaskets are made from different different materials. Some are aluminum, some are um, metal, some are cork, some are just paper, some are also just um, what polyurethane paste that is applied. So it depends. Um, I can't tell how much they will cost. Um, if you are doubting the prices that your mechanic is giving you, I would advise that you take a casual walk through, um, any of our major, um, car parts centers like Abosokai, um, Kokompe and those things. And just ask, um, they are not too expensive. Usually those things are not very expensive. It will also depend on the model. Okay. Echo, I hope, um, this helps you. Okay. It says, hello, auto show. I use a Mitsubishi L200 Sportero for some time now the truck suddenly stops pulling or accelerating when driving this happens especially when you fall in a heavy pothole at times it occurs on the highway as well as driving at any speed you stop the car step on the accelerator and it starts to move normal again it can happen 10 times a day or just once a month mechanics have tried it all and no success um kwabna One, I mean immediately you mentioned that when you fall in a pothole it happens um it came to me that you have um some loose joints probably um some of the electrical cables that provide ground what is called ground uh, probably is loose so when the car falls into pothole it 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 makes the car lose electrical energy which is needed to power some of the electricals that power the engine and the car loses power so um, I think you need to get a technician who is very experienced to have a second look at, um, at your electrical system on your car okay I use a 2004 Hyundai Ascent manual car I realize the speed reduces when the AC is being used it performs better when I do not use the AC what could be the problem? This is from Matthew in Jowulu. Um It looks like I'm getting quite a number of AC questions. One of these days I have to bring my AC expert Gerald um, into the studio. I have another question, I believe I'll talk about that soon. Um, AC, your car reducing power. Um, if your car is reducing power when the AC is being used, to a certain extent it's normal but if it is so drastic that you realize it then it means that probably your um, ac compressor is wearing out and because it's wearing out it's causing a lot of friction and it's causing uh, the system to slow the car down you might have to you need an ac expert to look at your compressor um yes i believe that should be your solution um Good afternoon. I use a 2012 Kia Cerato. Usually, if I start the car and accelerate after parking for a long time, the car does not move smoothly unless I drive for a while. What could be the problem? This is G from Adenta. G, Kia Cerato 2012. Okay. So if, if you park the car for a long time and you accelerate, it, it, it hesitates. But after a while, it's 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 okay. Um, I suspect your spark plugs are dying. Yes, I suspect your spark plugs are dying, and uh, you need to look at that. If you fix that and still you are having issues, then you have to check your intake. Um, some of these cars are direct injected engines, and after a long time of use, you have a lot of carbon deposits on the valve, on the valves and the valve stems, which prevent um or which prevent the smooth flow of um the fuel air mix going into the the pistons especially when the car the engine is cold it will hesitate so probably you can get there are people who are um, trained to be able to clean the carbon de- deposits in these um direct injected car engines so you can maybe look at that yep hi i'm using a toyota yaris 2012 with rim 15 can i change it to 16 or 17 rim all right uh you can but there are certain things that you have to look at number one um consult your um owner's manual and um, look for the recommendation they will say it in the owner's manual um what rim sizes can be used on the car and what tie sizes um you have to understand that changing the size of your rim um and using something that is not recommended by the manufacturer can affect your fuel consumption can affect your the chassis of your car so the ride will be affected it probably to be harsher it won't be as comfortable as it used to be you can also have issues uh, um as if Issues with um with rubbing where the tire um touches some of the body parts in the wheel well where the tires are that's a wheel well so it will be scratching the inside, especially when you have passengers in the car. So um it can be done, but you have to consider it carefully and look at the benefits as against the um their disadvantages. Okay. Alright, hello auto show. I use a Honda Civic 2015. A car ran into my fender and after changing the hub and shocks, I get a vibration in the steering. Could it be that one of my engine seats is affected? Uh, there's Tomifa and Tema. Yes, it can be that your engine seats, one of your engine seats um, is affected. It can also affect your... Um, the 2015 Honda Civic is a front-wheel drive car. So, there is a shaft that goes from the gearbox into the hub if it's it's if it bends even in the slightest it will cause vibration your steering rod also if it gets bent it can it can also cause vibration if you change your hub it means that it is possible that your tire also received a certain amount of impact so your rim can also um be a little warped and you need to look at that probably you you need to get your wheel itself balanced Okay, all those things can cause vibration in the, in the system. So, um, Tomifa, um, just look at that. Good evening, I drive a 2014 Nissan Rogue. The car jacks in a vibrating manner when I reduce my speed during motion. My mechanic has made me change plugs, coil and canister, but it still jacks. Any help? My engine check is on. Oh, we thank God for engine check. If your engine check is on, that is half of your issue solved. Um, just get your car to a mechanic who has um, a diagnostic, um, a computer diagnostic scanner. And the person will scan and you know exactly what your issue is. Um, the car is vibrating when I reduce my speed during motion. Um, you, can, you also have to check your engine seats, because if it's vibrating, when you are reducing speed, it can also be an issue with your engine seat. So you can check that. But uh, once the engine check is on, uh, it, it also tells a lot of tales. So please look at that. Uh, it says, please, what's the difference between an electronic carburetor and an ordinary one? I believe an electronic carburetor is um, a carburetor that has um an electric component to sense something on it it can be an oxygen sensor it can be a fuel level sensor it can be a throttle position sensor it can be any of those things i can't tell because i don't you didn't tell me what car you have yeah okay i have another question on um on whatsapp and it says um, this is from Muhammad Awal. It says, my 4th Fiesta 2013 keeps overheating. When I turn on the air conditioner very recently, it overheated three times. Even when the air conditioner was off, it was still overheating. Please help. I'm frustrated. All right. That's why we have the auto show. So you don't get frustrated. We are giving you solutions to your head scratching problems. It says, oh, okay. right." Um... But this question was a difficult one. I actually had to seek some help from my AC expert Gerald of Auto Chill. He says, Um you need somebody to check the cooling system of your car. The entire cooling system of your car. Uh it seems there's something funny going on in there. And um starting with the engine fan. The engine fan, the fan that cools your engine, He says Ford runs what is called a two modulated speed fan so it means that your the fan the electric fan that runs your cooling system has two speeds and there's a computer that decides when it should be high speed and when it should be low speed so when that controller is not working properly um, that means every time it's in the low speed it won't provide enough cooling Okay so either the fan itself is not good or the control module that controls the fan is not good but your entire cooling system should also be checked. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Um okay, says um this is from Aquasine team in team Aquasine says I keep hearing a knocking sound in the roof of my 2011 XLE Toyota Camry. I usually hear the sound when I'm driving on uneven ramps. Okay, I could see um, the roof of your car is the outside, the top. The inside, what covers the inside is referred to as the headliner, the headliner. The headliner is a fabric like cover that lines the roof of your car in the interior. There are several components that are located in there. You have things like the antenna the gps module the radio frequency antenna for your remote key the sunroof which has so many parts also in there so if you can if you are hearing some knocking sound in there then probably one of these um, components um have has come undone and is dangling in there you need um someone who can take it out and uh, investigate it i'm sure that this should be able to solve your issue okay Um, I have a Nissan Altima 2005, six months ago. My car was acting funny after a long period of started acting funny. After a long period of diagnostics, we decided to change the brain box. Um, Brain box. You mean the, um, the ECU, the electronic control module or electronic control unit. It worked fine after that. The text said the brain box was spoiled. The same issue has started because we changed the brain box not so long ago. I insisted they look elsewhere, but to no success. We tried another brain box and it worked. Why does this brain box keep going bad? Okay, so um, basically, what you are saying is that you have changed your brain box several times. Okay, and in all the cases, you carried out a proper diagnostic or you did a thorough diagnostic of what the, the issue should be. And at the end, it was a change of the brain box that um, solved the issue. Um, listeners, the brain box is is a the, is the street term people use to refer to the ECU or ECM, the electronic control unit or electronic control module. This is a computer component or it's a computer that controls your car. In very modern cars, it controls almost everything in your car. Now um, you should check your wiring. All the wiring system in your car should get a very thorough looking over. Um, If any modifications has been made to it in the past, um, you have to look at it carefully. Look around the location of the brain box, looking out for leakages that can come into contact that is water leakage when you have water leaking from any gaps onto the electronic control unit it can cause it to um it will it can create a shot and some of the components will be lost and the car will not work properly so you can look at that especially when it's recurring okay um let it train automatic auto electric um that is Somebody who is trained in um, diagnosing um, electronic problems in cars. Check your entire electronic system. There is something that is causing a shot. That is why your ECU or ECM keeps breaking. Okay. So take a very thorough look at your, um, your wiring. Look around for leakages around where the ECU is and get the whole electronic system of your car looked over thoroughly yep it says good afternoon city please i drive a toyota corolla le 2014 model i see a tire check lights on and i'm told the tire needs a sensor recently i realized maintenance require lights on Whenever I start the car, I change the engine oil, but now it's on all the time. When I went to the greaser, he reduced the engine oil, but still I'm confused. What should I do? Akua from Amran here. Akua, you have to get a proper mechanic to look at your car. Okay, these are very basic things that should not beat the mechanic you are using, so you need to look for another mechanic. Um now um, if your tire pressure warning the system is called a TPMS tire pressure monitoring system now in a tire pressure monitoring system the idea is that anytime the tire is either overinflated or underinflated it sends a signal to your car and it indicates it on your dashboard now your tire or the car is set up to have an exact amount of air in the tires. If the tire is overinflated, the car will not handle properly. If it is underinflated, your car, you, you can wear out your, your your tires and the car itself, your fuel consumption will also go higher. So you have what we call a tire pressure monitoring system. Now it consists of a computer in the dashboard of the car, then there are sensors in each wheel um, at the base where you feel your air. Now, if it's, all, if it's always on, then it, needs, it means that either the, one of the sensors is sports or, or it has not been calibrated. That means that it, you have to do certain operations on the dashboard to allow the sensor to talk to the computer in the car. So it might need calibration. Okay, those are the two things. So um, these days, I realize that most of the filling stations um, have educated themselves to be able to diagnose the TPMS. So probably you need to get yourself to a total and get uh, the system working. If you go and there, there is no sensor in the wheel at all, then it means that you need to get the proper sensor that will work with your car installed in the wheel. Now, for your maintenance light, now the maintenance required light has been programmed to come on at intervals at mileage intervals so when you drive the car over a certain mileage it tells you the the light comes on meaning that your car has to go in for service now depending on what mileage it would determine what has to be done to your car most of the time it's it involves changing of oil changing of um, um um oil filter and the like if you after changing it the light has to be reset you can you are supposed to press a combination of keys on your dashboard or use the computer's infotainment system to turn it off okay if whoever changed it for you does not know how to turn it off then it's going to stay on it 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 doesn't go off by itself it doesn't go off by itself so you didn't even need to um reduce the oil in your car so Equa please get it sorted out as quickly as possible because a reduction in your engine oil can affect can affect your engine so please get it and i don't know what a greaser is doing but um modern cars greaser you have to be careful so Equa please get a proper mechanic yeah um please what's the difference between okay we've handled that one already okay so the person is clarifying, it's an Opel Vectra 1995 model. Is it possible for it to overflow? Yes, once it's a carbureted engine or the carburetor can always overflow. It doesn't matter whether it's electronic or it's manual. The, the electronic just means that they, I think it's a throttle position sensor. It just tells the computer of the car how hard you are, you are stepping on the accelerator. Okay, so it can also overflow. So you just need to set it correctly. Um, carburetors have to be set up correctly. If you don't set it up well, the car will consume too f- much fuel. If, if you don't set it up well and it's giving too less fuel also, there can be detonation and you can lose your engine. So please get a proper mechanic to look at it, Cyril. Hi, I have a, a, Hyundai, a Hyundai i10. And when I change the gear from second to third, the car jacks. Second to third, the car jacks. What can I do? Okay, you. We don't know what transmission your i10 has. If you are changing from second to third, it can be clutch issues. It can be issues with some of the bushings that um, reside in the the gearbox. So um, you need somebody who is an expert in. Um, t- um, transmissions to look at it okay hi two days ago a guy convinced me to buy some fuel some fuel enhancing product which i must add to my fuel he says it helps reduce fuel consumption and also helps in the normal function of the engine now i'm afraid to add it to my petrol please advise if they if there are any fuel injector enhancers in the system um bright i can't speak to any fuel injector enhancers in the system i can't speak to i know there are some products on the market i haven't used any so i cannot um, flag down or um, recommend any of this or any of them okay i think that if you are carrying out proper um, maintenance on your car Um, You don't need anything to enhance anything, okay? And some of these things can affect your car adversely. So you need to know uh, uh, exactly what you are getting yourself into, okay? All right. Thank you for your message. My name is Kelvin. I have a Kia Sportage 2011 model. There is some kind of imbalance in my tire when I am driving slowly, but I don't feel it when i'm speeding and i want to know what's causing it i'm going to do balancing but it's still there okay kelvin um yes if you've done balancing and there's still imbalance i mean um, i suspect if you mean what you mean by imbalance means that there's some kind of vibration okay and often as the case with vibrations when the car is slower you feel it much more than when the car is speeding okay so um like i mentioned to an earlier question uh, there are so many things that can cause vibration in the chassis of your car apart from balancing the wheels you can have a dented rim you can have brake discs that are warped you can have um, a bent drive shafts you can have um, tie rod ends that are that are worn okay so all these things are things that can cause the um, vibration in the system. So, um, Kelvin, please check these things. Make sure they are on point and enjoy your car, okay? Hello, my Chevy Cruze is a 2011 model and it won't stop overheating even when I changed the engine. What is the cause of the problem with Chevy car's cooling system? Zach, <laughs> I don't know about Chevy car cooling systems. All cooling systems are cooling systems. If you change the engine and you are still having cooling issues then obviously the issue was not with your engine you have to take a thorough look at your engine the kind of spark plugs you are using are they up to spec the kind of fuel you use are they up to spec um the coolant that you put in your system okay the entire cooling system has to be checked and and looked over very carefully okay yeah I hope this one helps all right it says i've gone to do balancing but it's still there the same not vibration car no eye apache Oh, okay i get what you mean <laughs> i get what you mean you mean the car is like it's crawling um uh, what we call crab walk the car is, it's it's going straight but when you look at it it's like the car is going sideways okay 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 i think that that is an alignment issue alignment issue most probably the car has has, uh, has had an accident before and it wasn't properly remedied so you need to get your car to a computerized alignment uh, car alignment center those uh, those Thai guys who have those computers that they use to check the alignment okay you need to take your car to one of those places i think some of the total filling stations have it Okay, so take your car there. The, the computer is set up to almost all models of cars. So they will set it up to, uh, um, um, to the spec for your, your, your car, your sportage, and they will diagnose it and fix it. Most probably some of the components in your chassis are bent, like I suggested earlier. Okay, so they will help you. Probably you might need to change a few components, and um, your car will be up to spec. I hope you don't spend too much. All the best, my friend. Okay, it says hi. I have a Hyundai i10. And okay, so um the okay, it's so an earlier question and is um, adding some more details. Says, and one more thing, at times I smell fuel from the exhaust. Please is that normal? If you are smelling fuel from the exhaust. Um okay, so if your exhaust smells too much like petrol. If that is what you mean, obviously it means that your car is not burning the petrol very well that will cause your car to consume fuel that can cause vibration um that can cause excess heat so you have to look at the fuel injection system of your car you have to look at the entire fueling system of your car your injectors all those things need to be checked and uh, you also have to look at the intake system how the car takes in the air um your air filter have you changed it did you use the proper air filter Some air filters are thick and they don't allow enough air into the engine. So your car will have to compensate by pumping more fuel. And when you pump more fuel, your car consumption is going to go up. And sometimes you might smell fuel. If your exhaust has leakages on it, um, some of the fumes will seep into the carbon and you are going to smell fuel as you drive along. Okay. It says, please, when I step on the brake pedal, I hear noise from the front tires and some noise around the pedal. It's, um Fever from Downswoman. When I step on the brake pedal, I hear noise from the front tires and some noise around the pedal. Okay. So um, your brake system, you have um, what is referred to as the, the brake master cylinder. And there are hoses. Um, that connect to the tires and on the tires you have brick calipers that hold brick discs okay so if you are hearing noise from the tires the brick discs uh, are in the tires okay so if there is noise either the brick your brake parts are worn if you buy um fake um, brick parts they will also um, they harden with time and they, they 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 start creating the squealing noise all right then around the pedal also it means that the, me- the mechanism what you step on is mechanically connected together so there are hinges and levers in it if they become too dry the bushings and other things are worn out they're also going to make creaking sounds. so you need to get it checked and the necessary components replaced, and you can enjoy your car okay Thank you for your message. Oh, more add ons to the questions. <laughs> also, when my AC cuts off and is about to start cooling again, I feel a vibration in the engine. Uh, according to my AC mechanic, all bolts are intact. Oh, your AC mechanic should have been able to diagnose that for you. <laughs> okay. Um, th- what you have to note is that the engine puts load sorry the ac puts load on your engine so most of the time if you are now starting the ac fresh because the engine is already running at a certain level you don't feel it much now when acs are installed or they break and they are repaired the whole system has to be tuned so that they work in an optimal manner without that anytime you put on your ac or you put off your ac there are going to be some changes In the system, your car will either vibrate a little bit or the revs will will, 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 will reduce and stuff like that. So please um, take a close look at your system. Maybe you need to get another AC mechanic. Okay, All right. Um, It says Auto Show. I'm trying to buy a salvage car from auction in the USA. I realize the flooded cars usually look to be in good condition and accident free. What are the downsides of such a purchase? Um, Kofi P from Kaswa? Okay. So um, for me, flat cars are a very tough preposition. The issues are so many, but you have to know what to look out for. If you really, really know how, what you are looking out for, um, you, can, you can have a very good score or, or a great bargain. But that is not easy at all especially when you are here and not there and you don't have anybody over there to go and look over for you there is something called the water line the water line dictates or tells or gives an idea of how high the water or the flood water rose to okay if it is very very low sometimes cars can be salvaged and the water just hit the underside of the car um, with that, you you can you won't have major issues unless it is salt water because salt water is very very corrosive, and especially between the time tar- the time of a flood and the time that a, a car gets sold off, the car sits for many 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 months. So if it's salt water, okay, that is if the car comes from any of the cities of the of the America that are, that are close to the sea, then um, it is, it's it's um, any, any level of water is not a good idea um based on the water line that would uh, that would give you an idea of how much water went into the car most of the electronic computer control units uh, are in uh, below the seats okay are uh, below the seats and somewhere around the dashboard so if you have water getting to the seat level it means that those things are and you know water and electronic components they create shots and they destroy them um so i mean um another thing you have to look out for is what is referred to as hydrolock hydrolock is when water gets into the cylinder the cylinders of the car okay it destroys the engine basically that is hydrolock you have to look out for corrosion especially of the electrical components then you also have to deal with biohazards the seats we've mentioned on this program several times that Modern cars are made up of um, biodegradable um, materials and hence when they come into wa- into contact with water and the water does not dry quickly um, it causes mold and other organisms start breeding in there and it can cause um, some kinds of diseases especially to those who are have, have allergies and other things it's not a good idea so um, <laughs> flat cars Uh, very very tough yeah very very tough last question it says hi anytime my ac is on it fogs the windscreen it fogs f-o-g-s it fogs the windscreen what is the cause it's a Peugeot four zero seven this is p from chado Chado. okay so um when the ac fogs it means that um the temperature that is the vents from the outside you know there's a button that you press that seals the vents that allow outside air to come into the cabin if the ac is fogging then it means that probably the the vents those vents the flap that closes the vents is jammed and so when you put on the ac um, it is not able to close properly and the uh, uh, hot air that comes from the engine area it comes into contact it will create um, fog on your windscreen so um, you need and, and your AC expert to uh, look under your dashboard and and check it out properly okay we've come to the end of another educative open garage on the total Auto show um, we hope you have learned something that is going to be helpful to you and enhance your motoring um, special thanks to my team Jeffrey sapong and um, Danny Danny blue um I've been your host, Edipoku. You can send me tweets at Edipoku. All the best and God bless. Bye bye. got all about the library like she told her old man